0: June thirtieth. Welcome on into Daily Cards Live here on Clays Online, sponsored by Munganet, St. Louis Acura, and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Matt Rocchio in for Bob Ramsey. And rock. Last night, uh, we we said it, you know, in the show leading up yesterday, we talked about getting to watch Sandy Alcantara pitch, uh, the Cy Young favorite, probably going to start the All Star Game for the National League. And he was every bit as advertised last night. But, hey, Andre Palante stuck with him pitch for pitch last night.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard not to say that you were more impressed with Alcantara with what he was able to do just because he's that dominant. And, you know, I, I was really lucky in my positioning of the game. I was, I was right behind home plate, so I was able to watch just the perfect angle if you're trying to watch a Cy Young pitcher just to watch the movement. And Cardinals have some pretty good right-handed hitters. And, man, every time they got a jam or every time he, he – they put him in a jam. He would just throw this high fastball right, and that broke late right on their hands, and they couldn't do anything with it. It was so deadly, and he was so freaking good. And then you have to think about just the stamina. I mean, he's he has two. He has the two most pitches thrown during a complete game uh, in Major League Baseball so far this year. The guy's an absolute monster. But lot, yeah, like you mentioned, it to get. Seven innings out of Andre Pellante like that, have him almost go 100 pitches, uh, fairly efficient for what we've seen from him as well. That was a a huge start for him. You know, we talked a lot about the rotation uh, in yesterday's episode. That kind of start kind of changes your mindset potentially if he can can kind of stack one or two more onto it.
0: Yeah, he um, it was really um, it was really nice to see. That And to see him get stretched out too, go seven innings, throw 95 pitches in the game. And, you know, you, you now see him established as more than just a, you know, another guy in the rotation, another guy just to start a game and try to get you for, you know, maybe squeeze into the fifth inning and then move it on to the bullpen. I think he showed last night that he has starter stuff. He could be a fourth starter if they go out and get somebody else. He can be a fifth starter in that rotation for the, uh, for the rest of the year and not a guy that you want to build into your playoff rotation. I-, I think, I think there you're maybe a little more comfortable with him going back to the bullpen and serving a purpose there. But you know, he's, he's a guy that I have, I have not been uncomfortable with him starting any games for the Cardinals this year. I have always felt like they were going to get good innings out of him with him going in there and starting every inning fresh.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it has kind of changed your mindset. You know, I, I was very solidly in the, you know, kind of starter or bust at the at the least bit, you know, kind of the lowest bar for a move before the deadline. But now if, if Polante can get stretched out to, to that level and, and, and go six and seven consistently, I mean, that's that completely changes the conversation. Now, maybe you are focusing on the on the relief situation more than the rotation. Obviously there's other contingencies there where Steven Matz, you know, does Matthew Libertor some show something. Does Dakota Hudson kind of stabilize a little bit? So there's other contingencies as well. But having Polante when you didn't expect him, uh, it, it's great for the Cardinals and and you know it's it's one of those things where I don't know if I want to be mad that it's it's the process didn't work, but the results are still here. It, it, because maybe their their plan is just that much, you know more intricate than we than we ever knew. The fact that they, they again seemingly ran into a complete roadblock of pitching or or you know or complete dearth, and they were going to run out of it and it was going to kill them in June. And then somehow guys that we haven't really heard that much about are able to stretch it out like this. And it's just you keep doubting the Cardinals, and they somehow keep able to pull it out of their ass with the, with the pitching. I don't get it.
0: And you can look back just as the as the month of June went on and look at some of the other things that they have found along the way, yeah. because Johan Oviedo was a name that after the 2020 season and then kind of the, the you know, you, you thought, OK, you know, once they went and got Happen Lester last year, it was going to be a long time before we heard the name Johan Oviedo with the St. Louis Cardinals. And you brought him back up and you thought, God, this is kind of a break glass, you know, moment here. If you're bringing him back up to to start games and to pitch a lot. But you know what? Out of the bullpen, he has proven that he, too, has deserved a spot here in, in on the team. And kind of finding ways to use him and, and areas to, to pitch him in. Because it, it now seems maybe Jordan Hicks pitches again this weekend. Or maybe he had a bit of a setback last night. I know he gave up a few runs. Uh, down in Memphis, we know Steven Matz is still a little bit away. So when those guys come back, somebody has to go down. I mean, Nail is obviously that that top choice, and we'll see how that plays out this weekend, especially when they start to make some of these other moves and Libertor coming up as well. But, you know, Fernandez, Oviedo, those are two guys in, in the month of June now we have seen kind of have, uh, have given themselves a role on this team.
1: Man, you mentioning Jordan Hicks kind of made me, Immediately regret what I said. Go get another starter, so you never have to think about putting Jordan Hicks in as a starter ever. I don't
0: again. think the Cardinals just, are thinking of doing don't that. Don't ever do yeah. that again. Gosh, that was—I go think that's an experiment that they have moved away from. And I, I think that unless he, unless he is a true opener that is just getting you the first three outs of the game, I don't think that Jordan Hicks is a starting pitcher is something that we are going to see again. Uh, Cardinals do have the day off today they are traveling right now out to Philadelphia a three game series out in Philly then they go to Atlanta before welcoming the Phillies back uh it's a, this is going to be a tough stretch for the team going uh, i mean that NL they they go Philly Atlanta Philly Dodgers this is going to be a uh this is going to test the team going into the all-star break and before they get that week off kind of show where they stack up against the Brewers in the NL Central it's not make or break in no way is this make or break on the season, but it's a good way to test yourself against three really good teams.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Today is their last off day uh, before the All-Star break. They go 17 games in 17 days um, in the, in just to start off the month of July. And that's coming off of, of a run where they played, you know, seven or eight straight without a, a run. So it's going to be about 24 games in 25 days for the St. Louis Cardinals when they finally hit the All-Star break. And so really – we're at the kind of the very beginning, I think, of a run that's going to tell us a lot about what they have to do for their pitching for the pitching for the rest of the season by the All-Star break. This is going to be a really defining next two and a half weeks of games leading up to the All-Star break. I think a lot of the conversations during the All-Star break is going to be uh, not just starter or reliever, but, you know, how many of a combination of the two is going to be necessary or the conversation's completely changed because things have stabilized and everything's hunky dory. That's not going to happen, but it could because there's so many freaking bodies that the equation could completely change and, and fall in the Cardinals' favor. But again, Hicks, Mats, you know, everything else that's kind of up in the air, one of these things isn't going to go 100%. And I, I think there's still going to be some question marks when we're, when we're talking again, in, you know, July 17th.
0: Yeah, the uh, one bright spot for the Cardinals right now has been Juan Yepes. Also, Dylan Carlson. I, I didn't realize how hot Dylan Carlson had been since I was watching the uh, the pregame show yesterday uh, on on Valley's about just how many extra base hits that he is he has accumulated these past few days. But you, you look at uh, Juan Yepes and what he has done here as of late since June twenty first has raised his batting average from two seventy-six. Up to 284. A lot of multi-hit games. Uh, we had the he had the two home runs. He had the two doubles yesterday. This is a guy that is really hitting the ball well right now. In a uh, in a time where you know before that Tyler O'Neill injury, you you kind of looked at the roster and you thought, okay, Tyler O'Neill's healthy, Bader's healthy, Carlson's healthy. When Dickerson comes back, is Yeppez going to be the guy that gets sent down? Now injuries have. Definitely changed the mindset on all of that because now O'Neal, Bader, Dickerson's still not back. There, there's a lot, there's a huge mess of injuries now in the outfield and Yepes is very safe. But there, I think there was a time before all that happened where y- you wondered if Yepes was going to be able to stay up on the big league club for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and yet yesterday when we were talking about the lineup he came down as fifth and I I felt great about it. I was like, Okay, yeah, yeah yep yeah, yes yeah, yeah, bad in fifth, I love it. The only the only you know pock on that run since since June, it's about the exact same time frame I was looking at the other day, is I think he has fourteen strikeouts and zero walks. Uh, and I think his I think his batting average in that run is like 30 points higher than his on base percentage. Now, luckily, that's not exactly indicative of his entire season, but it is the fact that his that run is so crazy, and he has and he's not even really working counts or anything like that. He's just hitting the crap out of first pitches. I think I I, I look at his numbers. His first pitch his first pitch batting average is ridiculous. He's he's jumping on stuff, and I mean the guy's getting mentored by Albert Pujols, so I mean that shouldn't be shocking, should it?
0: No, not at all. Yeah, seven of his last fourteen hits have been extra base hits, and then you kind of yeah. look at what Dylan Carlson's doing. Same thing with uh, with Carlson. He's raised his average quite a bit too over the uh, from uh, two forty three up to two fifty nine since uh, in the last week for uh, for Carlson. So you like to see those bright spots coming along because I think unfortunately the Cardinals' run of three players of the month in a row I think is going to come to an end. I think that's going – I don't know who you would pick right now. I don't even know who it would be in the National League. I guess I haven't been paying that close attention. Maybe Matt Olson for what he's uh, – the run that he's yeah, been on I, you know, as of uh, late. Uh, I,
1: know, I, know, is, I know Peterson's having a ridiculous year with the Giants. Do he have a good June?
0: I'd have to yeah I'd have to look at that but I know Olson just got the 30 doubles on the year for the Braves just the other day so we'd uh we'd have to do a deep dive into yeah. the rest of the uh, National League to see who is going to unseat the Cardinals for that uh with we'll O'Neal last September Arenado in April and now the uh, Goldschmidt back in May. So 3 months down into the uh, into the season the Cardinals will kick off Ju- uh, July tomorrow. With Miles Michaelis on the mound, it's going to be Michaelis, Libitor, and Wainwright this weekend in Philadelphia. So uh, all uh, that, that's you know, I, I was looking forward to the Phillies being on the on the schedule coming up. That's a, that my I, just for pure purpose of seeing a good team, seeing a team we haven't seen mm. yet this year. Uh, I should say, exciting team. Maybe I mean they, they gonna they're say, exciting I mean, team.
1: I, I also enjoy watching teams throw the ball around the yard. <laughs>
0: Exciting team that go. is kind of that is that has gone been drawn back a little bit with Bryce Harper no longer in the lineup, out six to eight weeks now with the uh, the surgery following his broken thumb. But it's still a softball team lineup that they're throwing out there, and still uh, going to be fun to watch them play this weekend. And you know what, I, I look forward to seeing Matthew Liberatore go out there, and I, I would have really liked to see him uh, up against a lineup of uh, an extra lefty in there in Bryce Harper. But you know what, you get what you get this weekend.
1: I'm just bummed. There's no Harrison Bader cause I would have put real money on him giving me an inside the park home run against that against that defense. I would put <laughs> I would
0: have put real money on that to happen.
1: It's unbelievable how bad that defense is. My God.
0: We will be uh, back tomorrow to give you a preview of the, uh, the Cardinals and Phillies weekend series in Philadelphia, 4th of July weekend in Philadelphia. Uh, Find out if uh, Klab's is going to head out there to the Liberty bell at, uh, at some point for a uh, photo op in between calling games. I think it's a night game on Sunday. So maybe, uh, maybe he'll have some time that afternoon, go and get a a cheesesteak and uh, take a few pictures around, uh, around Philadelphia. Uh, on, on July 3rd, I'll, uh, I'll text him and ask him if he's not watching right now to uh, to this broadcast. That's going to do it for us, though, today, as I said, back tomorrow with more. Hey, this uh, show brought to you by Royal Banks of Missouri and St. Louis Acura, the nation's only t- uh, 30-time Acura Precision Team winner. Find them online at stlouisacura.com or go visit their showroom at 13720 Manchester Road, completely Redone showroom there at Munganess St. Louis Acura. He is Matt Rocchio. I'm Joe Roderick. We will be back with uh, more tomorrow here on Daily Cards Live, brought to you by Munganess St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri here on clavesonline.com. From our roots in St.
1: Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal Center and New
0: London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community.